And we're back. Episode 29, September 27th, 2022. It is a beautiful Tuesday. Well, a gloomy Tuesday, I should say, actually, looking out the window now. <laughs> We've had some rain come and go over the last couple of days here in uh, Toronto, or at least the Toronto area. Uh, today is also the last episode of this season's Dana White Contender Series. So I'll be strapping in later today to take that in. I got two bets right now on that card. Keeping it pretty much behind the Patreon paywall. Um, I did take a one-unit loss last week on the um, contender series. Uh, Heater Jacoby, uh, you know, has some early success against Austin Lane and then obviously fumbles the bay, gets reversed, and gets finished himself. Do not hate the shot at plus 144, especially with them closing closer to plus 110 come fight time. Um, but I got an underdog tonight, and then I have a parlay um, that will hopefully bring us the goods tonight and we can end off in the green. So very much looking forward to tonight. <clears throat> Always nice to have some fights on a Tuesday night. Don't forget that there is the UFC this weekend as well. Uh, and then we're off the following weekend. Uh, so try to get your fill as much as you can over the next couple of days. Uh, Bellator is this weekend as well. And I finished the tape index for it yesterday. I believe my guy Newsom was able to pull it up here on the put it up on the tape index. Let me just quickly see here if you actually got around to um, if you got around to uh, posting it. Because it goes through, you know, it goes through me, and then I goes through him. Then he puts it up on the website. Let's see here. I also got UFC 280 index up there as well. There we go. Yes. Uh, so right now, we have uh, Bellator 286. We have October 1st um, UFC, which is this weekend, October 15th UFC, uh, Contender Series, which obviously goes down today, and then UFC 280. So I'll looking, I'll be looking to add to that over the next couple of days, get us well into uh, November in terms of our schedule. Um, so keep your eyes peeled on that if you are a Tape Index subscriber. Appreciate everybody hopping on that as well. Um, what has been going on over the last 24 hours? I finished the uh, Jeffrey Dahmer show that's on Netflix as well. Um, you know, I, I'm a serial killer nut. I love that type of stuff. Um, you know, I got very race-based afterwards. And uh, I don't know. I have, like, I don't, you know, I'm all for the injustices and all that type of stuff. I don't want to get this all political and all that. But, like, I was kind of surprised at how much they made it race-based, uh, you know, the latter half of the show. Um, you know, it kind of lost my interest, to be honest. I, I get what they're trying to do, and I get how it seemed based on the people that he was killing. But, like, I think that guy was going to kill anybody no matter who it was. <laughs> um, regardless, uh, overall, I thought the show was good. You know, did uh, the, the guy who played... Dahmer fucking did an amazing job as well. Uh, it was to my surprise that he actually was a kid that was on The Office. Uh, for anybody that used to watch The Office, he used to uh, he was in one episode where um, uh, called Nepotism, where I think it was an intern spot that Michael Scott was filling, but it was actually his nephew that filled in for him. And, uh, you know, a lot of people remember that famous scene where he's spanking the kid in front of everybody in the office. Um, but yeah, that kid plays Jeffrey Dahmer, but he also plays a, a couple's uh, roles in American horror story as well for anybody that watches that. But it was, uh, it was interesting to, to realize that it was that kid, but phenomenal actor, solid show gets very weird at the back end. Um, but still, Good, good, good show all overall. You know, I'm just liking to uh, like to rant a little bit to get that comment section a little bit filled up before I get into it. Um, October coming up this week, and actually October first is the next UFC event on Saturday. My birthday is in October, as I know that many people's birthday are in our October, um, but. 
very much looking forward to this month. Got a Halloween party planned with some old college roommates. Uh, you know, the week before my birthday. Um, I am highly considering going to um going to Vegas for the October 29th card. Uh Cater versus Arnold Allen. Great card overall, in my opinion. Um but I wanted to kind of make it as a, a birthday gift to myself. So we'll see how things go over the next couple of weeks. If I'm able to make it happen, I'll make it happen. If not, um, I'm content with waiting a little bit longer if I need to. So that's pretty much my October outlook. Again, very much looking forward to the fights tonight, though. Cash a couple more tickets. And... The contender series on the green. Even with the loss tonight, I will have profited on the contender series. So I would call it a successful campaign. Uh, but it'll be nice to add to that total tonight if I'm able to get these couple spots correct. For anybody wondering about my contender series predictions, I did drop a prediction video yesterday, uh, yesterday afternoon. So if you want to go back onto my channel and check it out, uh, that's where you can get my full thoughts on the entire card. If you're still looking for some, uh, you know, angles, views, thoughts, you guys will be able to find it there. <clears throat> All right, let's see what the chat is saying. Since we finally got it filled up a little bit, my guy, Robot Chicken Wings, first in the chat. You know, I don't want to say as usual, but more often than not, he's usually up there. Appreciate you stopping by, my friend. My guy, uh, I, I forgot what his name was here, but appreciate you stopping by, my friend. Boon Singh, last note, uh, Tuesday nights were so fun. Yes, they were. We'll have to wait until next year to get them again. So... We'll see how that goes. Sansans Boulevard in the chat. Appreciate the love. As always, Daniel saying, think the Patterson fight goes the distance. Uh, maybe, man. Uh, if you're getting plus money on it, okay, I, I kind of get it. But like, man, this is a this this could be an interesting fight. Yeah, fight goes to decision plus 200 there. I think it could be a violent fight both ways. You know, I think we're going to see Patterson deal uh a little bit more with adversity than he's used to, considering he always has this huge size advantage over his opponents. But as we saw at the, the weigh-ins yesterday, Sensi, you know, maybe an inch shorter than him at most. So it'll be interesting to see how Patterson deals with that, considering he's so comfortable with usually having a huge <clears throat> a height and reach advantage there. Boone saying, I got one more episode of Dahmer. Enjoy it. I will say this. Uh, you know, I used to read up on this stuff, but I completely forgot how his story comes to a close. So it was a little bit of a surprise for me, but fun, fun things. Um, Urban saying, what's the lock for contender series, bro? I've been, I have been able to catch up. Uh, no locks for me. Uh, I never have a lock for the contender series, right? It's, it's tough to truly be super confident on a side, uh, unless you want to play minus 3,500 on Bo Nickel. Uh, maybe even Bo Nickel round one minus 200 um, seems to be the spot. But I got to say, I think the, the chalk on Jenkins and Mendoza uh, is uh, is legit, is justified. You know, I mean, I found it interesting that uh, Matias actually opened up around minus 300. We saw some action come in on uh, a Sheik, uh, which brought Mendoza closer to minus 270. And now he's all the way back up to about minus 320, minus 330. So, yeah, take that for what you want. Black M3 in the chat. Appreciate the love, my friend. Bill Norman saying race-based is usually the way of the world. It's really sad. Uh it has its place. Let's put it that way. It it has its place. Black M3 saying, how much did you spend on weekend tickets? I didn't make the last live. Uh, it was like, because you have to remember, I, I was supposed to go to a show in February 2021, and uh, it got canceled. I think they refunded the tickets, and then he was doing a show again in July of this year. Um, and that one got postponed, but that day I actually, um, I, uh, I, I upgraded my ticket. So I sold the tickets that I had and then I upgraded them. I think I spent somewhere between like a grand to, to maybe 1300 or something earlier this year. 
but uh, you, I think floor tickets are like 300, 350 bucks. Um, I, I don't think they're super expensive because it's a stadium show, right? Like, so you can get decent enough seats for a decent enough price because he's selling so many fucking tickets. I believe he just uh, announced that he's going back to LA in November. So for anybody that was at the LA shows that got canceled as his voice went out during the show, um, you'll be able to go see him in November. Boone saying Bo Nickel's subline got smashed. They always got to find some way to, uh, uh, you know, make the most out of a, a crazy line. And the way to do it was the Bo Nickel subline, but that's obviously taking some action, like my guy Boone just said. Daniel saying, how much are Apex tickets? Uh, depends on the demand of the show, but I've seen anywhere from US dollars from $1,250 uh, all the way up to 2200 So it depends on how how much demand there is for that show. Like the most expensive one I saw was Rodriguez versus Holloway for obvious reasons. Uh, and then the cheapest one I saw was like Aspen Ladd against Norma Dumont last November. Um, so go to ufcvip.com, then go to the Apex events, and then you'll be able to see the prices there. Daniel's saying, just go to the Abu Dhabi card. Yeah, I wish I could go to Abu Dhabi. <laughs> That'll be great. That'll be great. Uh, Sanson saying thoughts on Castaneda and Santos now at 140. I missed that. Um, I wonder who asked for that weight um, adding. Uh, but that is another fight that I've uh, circled to study tonight. So I know you're a part of the t uh, Patreon, my friend. Uh, so look for a Best Bets and Props article update later this evening. Rexley saying, is Howney a lock? Um, I really like him in the spot, honestly. I'm, I'm thinking of pulling the trigger. I just wanted to get through a couple more spots before I actually made my decision, but I'm kind of feeling it. Bill Norman saying, what's your guess on how much and which way the line will move for the Sean O'Malley fight versus Jan? O'Malley is pissed because he is a plus 325 dog. I think that line on Jan is going to continue to grow, go up, right? I know that there's like a sect of fans that are like Sean O'Malley fanboys, but the sect of fans that believe that Jan is going to go out there and murder him are going to push that line up even further as fight day gets closer. So if you want any action on O'Malley, I'd say just sit back and wait because I think eventually uh, you'll be able to get a better line. Why House Trolls in the chat? Appreciate the love, my friend. Daniel saying, what do you think is on what close at? He is at minus 155 now. I'd be surprised if the line moves anything crazier than that, right? Like whether it's him going down to minus 130 or him going all the way up to minus 200, I think minus 150-ish is like likely where that line will stay. Because I'm seeing love for both sides, right? People are fully aboard the Charles Oliveira train now with this crazy winning streak that he's on with him going out there and finishing the guys that he's finishing. But we have to remember that this is tougher than any guy he's faced to this point, by far. Tougher than Justin Gaethje, tougher than Dustin Poirier, tougher than Michael Chandler. I'm going to be looking to get in on the under two and a half, but like after writing the tape, I might end up going with Islam as well. That line might end up looking like a gift personally. Oh, Urban, many Jersey saying uh, Bo versus Beard over half at minus 250. Decent. Ooh. I think he has the chops to survive over a half a round, but I'm not sure if I'd be willing to pay minus 250 to find out. White House Show is saying, did you see the line on Benio? Yes, I did. Kind of surprised he's in that plus 160 range. But, like, I think when it comes down to it, I still probably will end up on the Gamrod side. I just don't know if I'll end up uh, betting the fight there. Daniel's saying Benio will lose. I, I kind of agree. Pre-tape, I do. Uh, Lonnie Lozano saying, yo, Locke, make it to the weekend concert. I had the over-under on a blackout at 10.30 p.m. I'll take the over. I did not blackout. I got shit-faced. I did not blackout. Um, but yes, it was a phenomenal time, and I'll be rocking his merch for the next several days until I it falls off my body. <laughs> Urban Menu, New Jersey saying, Locke, did you hear how that Jackson versus Sabatini fight was void on DK for like an hour? Saved my cash out. Really? Uh, I didn't hear about that. I wonder why that was. Very weird. I've never heard about that situation. Daniel's saying, who's the better Canadian, Drake, Weekend, or Kawhi? <laughs> Kawhi is an honorary... Um, Kawhi is an honorary Canadian because he finally brought us our only NBA championship. But 
I got to give it up to Drake, man. I got to give it up to Drake for putting us on the on the map the way that he has. Easily one of the biggest rappers in the world right now. Comes from Toronto, regularly reps Toronto as well. Might even have been the, well, you know, he's the reason people want to come to Toronto. So uh, there you go. Black Dam 3 saying he hammered Sensi. No need to hammer him if he's already at, as an underdog. Also took Sensi TKO plus 900. Could work out. I hope so. Daniel saying thoughts on Burgos versus Marais. Uh Interesting fight, right? Good way to 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 kind of get the guys into PFL with a uh, an intriguing matchup, a, a matchup that a lot of people are going to be wanting to watch. But like, God, I believe that Burgos probably touches him up and, and knocks him out, right? Um, the the only reason I like not backing the Brinks truck up on Burgos is he's super hittable as well, and Marlon Marais can definitely crack too, right? But Marlon Marais is only live for maybe six minutes. Here's the other caveat. What kind of testing are they doing over there in PFL? Because if it's not as stringent as USADA, Marais could get away with, you know, doing whatever the fuck he was doing when he was in WSOF, wrecking guys over uh, 25 minutes if he needed to, right? His cardio looked way better before he came to the UFC. Maybe he's getting to getting on those vitamins. Uh, now that he's with a different organization. So I wouldn't write it to the bank that Burgos is a lock at all in this spot, but he should win this fight. He should be able to outlast Marais early and then finish him. But who knows what kind of Flintstones he's going to be taking. Large one dream in the chat. Appreciate the love, my friend, saying, can you explain why people think Bobby Knuckles is a matchup sniper for Hamzat? I'm not sure I understand it. Isn't Hamzat still way bigger than Whitaker? Whitaker's a, a pretty solid 185 right i know he used to fight 170 pounds but like hamzat's one of those guys that goes between 170 and 185 but like a good um kind of barometer for everybody to see like bobby knuckles being actually a legitimate sized middleweight is his fight against uh marvin vittori like he didn't look that small against marvin and marvin's like a brute at 185 pounds um but bobby knuckles has solid wrestling of his own maybe that's why people think that he could be uh, I wouldn't say a nightmare matchup. I think he'd be a competitive matchup against Hamzat. But like again, let's let's slow down on the Hamzat talks. Is like the one time we saw him face legitimate competition in Gilbert Burns, he I don't want to say he struggled, but like we saw him be human. And in my opinion, Bobby Knuckles is better than Gilbert Burns. That's my opinion. So you give me good enough underdog odds on Bobby Knuckles, I'll take a shot there. But like that, that is a close fight. Lajon Dream saying, uh, can you explain why people think... Oh, sorry. <laughs> I already read that. Nicholas Lee saying, what's up, Locke and chat? What do you all think of this parlay for tonight's fights? Ajim plus 250, Joao plus 135, Jenkins minus 362, Sam minus 310. Um, I am picking against three of those guys. Although I'll say this, Joao Elias, live underdog in my opinion. I just think the other guys end up losing. Good luck, my friend. MMA wagers in the chat saying, do you think Mendonca being a minus 250 favorite justified against Ajim? Uh, I think he was more justified around minus 250, minus 270. Uh, Ajim is dangerous for sure, but uh, I see Mendoza pretty much winning that fight without too much issue personally. Akin Zulheyer in the chat. Appreciate the love, my friend. Does Beard have any chance at all tonight? Is it worth the sprinkle? I'm going to go with no. Um, I don't think he'll be able to survive that early storm. The only reason I'm not saying to, to load up on Bo Nickel either is like whenever a guy like that has question marks and the question marks that I have is what he looks like later in fights, it's hard for me to just be like, okay, go fucking play minus 1,500, go play minus 700 on it's inside the distance. Like take the best line that you can get from the method of victory you think he can win. First round minus 200, I wouldn't mind that. But like, I don't know. Beard is the best fighter he's faced to this point, but I still don't know if it's going to be enough for him at this point. Aiden Samoa saying was binging some of Dana's old video blogs and happened to see a young lock of the night in the background of the UFC 141. Bro, it was uh it was a good time, man. I loved, I loved being at those events. Uh shout out to the Dana White fight week vlog week videos uh that's a way back throwback we're talking about like 11 years ago but yeah i was in i was in the 129 vlogs i was in the 140 vlogs i was in the 149 vlogs as well if i'm not mistaken yes 149 as well 
If you guys can dig those up, you'll see me. Urban Men in New Jersey saying, what's your confidence in Slava this weekend? Uh, haven't taped it yet, but I, I do lean Mike Davis there. My only concern, layoff. Um, and uh, I think he should be able to out-wrestle him and out-grapple him in here and, and do what Mark D. Casey was able to do. Aiden Smo saying, does betting on Invicta MMA make you a peak D-Gen? Uh, betting on Bare Knuckle FC uh, makes you a peak D-Gen. <laughs> Invicta, you can find your edge. I'll say that. Uh, Sanson saying, tempted to sprinkle over one and a half on nickel fight at plus 240. Am I crazy? Beard never been finished pro or amateur. I don't know, man. I am I'm, I'm I, I wouldn't suggest it, right? The guys that Beard has shown some struggles with, those guys take him down with relative ease, right? Now you got a guy on Bo Nickel who could probably take him down with relative ease and then smash him almost immediately. The line looks good, but I'm I'm not sold on it. I am not sold on it. PC Strickland MMA saying uh, Flintstone gummies. You know what it is, man. Shit could happen. Daniel saying Marais might have a better chin at 145 and also PFL over Bellator. It, it could happen. It for me, it's not the uh, the chin. It's the the cardio. Can he keep up with it? That's the issue. Like if you look back at his. Uh, at his losses, like he, from what I remember, at least he's not getting like deaded. He's getting outworked. And then when his opponents realize that he's gassing, they put the foot on the gas and they get him out of there. PC saying Bonico by Walls of Jericho lock. There you go. There you fucking go. Daniel saying uh, RDA versus Barbarena December 3rd. In Orlando, interesting. I hope that's not the main event. <laughs> but that's a very intriguing fight. Also intriguing that um also intriguing that RDA is deciding to go back up to a hundred and uh seventy pounds. Let me just see if there's any other news that I missed. Where is it? Shout out to my guy Nicholas O. Shouting out the Patreon on the on the Twitter. Y'all are the fucking real MVPs. Again, very interesting that Yeah, sorry. Very interesting that uh, the Daniel Santos and Castaneda fight is at 140 pounds now. I wonder why they decided to push it up there. I wonder who is the one having weight-cutting issues. And obviously, UFC roster watch. Letting us know that Aspen Ladd and Sarah McMahon have been cut. Uh, we did see that thing happen with McMahon where she said she was cut. Or sorry, it said she was cut a couple like a week ago. But then she said, I was just working on a contract. Maybe she has found a new home at this point in time. So... We'll see how that goes. Wolf1588 saying biggest lock of weekend. Um, I can't say yet. I'm still getting through that card, but uh, so far, really liking Hani Barcelos. I'll say that. Aiden Smo saying fight to finish in 60 seconds for the bow nickel fight is minus 750. Crazy. Most are all around minus 5,000. Fight not to finish um, at that time. Uh, fight to not finish in 60 seconds at minus 170. Parlay piece. <laughs> Usman saying, do you know why the UFC is not allowing fans or media in the Apex this weekend? I believe I do know, but I am not able to share the information. I apologize. It's, it's going to be announced very soon. It's nothing like detrimental or anything that people really need to worry about. Like, it's not like fucking COVID or some shit or fucking monkeypox that have infested the UFC staff or anything like that. It's nothing to do with that. It's just something weird. You you guys will hear about it very soon, though. I'm pretty sure. Dennis saying Sarah versus Marlon Rice. That would be hilarious. Uh, hilarious. Bill Norman saying uh Fandova has Mendonca minus 320 right now. Bo Nickel is minus 1700. Crazy, 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 crazy. PC saying, uh, 
Zuck stole the apex from Dana. Maybe that's what it is. I did see uh, Ariel tweet uh, like a Mark Zuckerberg um, gif with it. We'll see. Personally, what I heard had nothing to do with Zuckerberg, but maybe he is somehow involved with this. Lausanne Dream saying a fighter's request or something, maybe. What the fuck? Yeah, it's weird. Maybe they also just didn't sell that many tickets to the Apex. <laughs> you know, maybe they're just like, ah, eh, fuck it. No, but I, I I know what the reason is. Nothing, nothing that will be like, oh my God, this changes everything about the fights. Uh, Usman saying, wow, that much of a big streaker. Now I'm even more interested. I promise you it's, you're just going to be like, ah, whatever. Uh, Aiden saying probably something to do with the metaverse, but yes, maybe. Not what I heard, though. Daniel saying UFC didn't want fans to appreciate Dern. Yes, that booty is too much for people to be watching live. So that's probably what it was. Uh, let's see. Over the last 24 hours, I did this yesterday as well. Let's see. Over the last 24 hours, who has taken the most action on tonight's card? Bo Nickel, obviously. Um, minus 3,500 now. Joao Elias taking solid action as well. He's down to about plus 145. Uh, Jack Jenkins up to about minus 340. And Mendoza, like I said, minus 325. Very interesting. I personally am most intrigued by the, uh, the Elias and Estevez fight. Because I feel like that's a close fight on paper. I just couldn't get to the betting window because this Estevez kid looks good, but Elias is going to be the toughest opponent he's faced to the state. And then I'd say second would be the Patterson and Sensi fight, as it's another one where I feel like lines shouldn't be that wide. I mean, oh, Aaron saying, uh, uh, what's the picks tonight? Aaron, you know what? Because I love you. Just because I love you, I'll share what my plays are for today. It's behind the Patreon paywall, but I'll share the plays. I went one unit, Venetia Sensia, plus 190. And I went uh, 1.57 units on a parlay of Jenkins and Mendoza, uh, which was minus 105. Uh, I think I placed the parlay yesterday. It was minus 105 on DraftKings. Now I think that parlay pays out minus 144. So definitely taking some action after I placed the bet yesterday. Your boy moving lines? No, I'm, <laughs> I don't, I'm not. I will. I don't think I'll ever be at that point where your boy moves lines. Let's just put it that way. Uh, but yeah, that's that's where I got Mendonca plus Jenkins parlay, and then a straight shot on Venetia Sensi. Uh, Sanson saying would love to lad juice to the girls and fight the PFL at one fifty five. That would be hilarious. Could you imagine Aspen Lad just shredded, absolutely shredded? Oh, that would be jokes. Daniel's saying, you think Bo can get down to 170? He looks kind of small. Uh, he doesn't look the most cut, right? Like, he doesn't look the most shredded guy. Like, he's in shape, don't get me wrong. But he looks like a guy that could potentially drop maybe 15 pounds. But that's a lot of weight to drop if he's just hovering at that 185-pound range, right? I think he's going to just stick to 185 until it breaks. You know what I mean? Until he just starts finding the guys are a little bit too strong for him to consistently get down and hold down. Um, then he might try 170. Maybe I think it's a last resort type of thing for him. My question is, let's let's pull it up here. What, what weight did he actually fight at when he was wrestling? Um, All right, uh, 2016, 174 pounds. 2017, 185. 2018, or sorry, 184. 2018, 184. 2019, 197. So, uh, 2016 was also six years ago when he was 20 years old. So now that he is a man at 26 years old, maybe he can only do 185 pounds. We shall see. Uh, Urban saying, why did Ra Rosas get a junior and not Bo? I think they're just playing. You know what I mean? I think they just wanted to get another fight out of Bo on the contender series. It's so subjective. Like Dana, it just depends on what side of the bed he wakes up on. 
that's all it seems, right? I mean, we know Bo will more than likely get signed after tonight, without a doubt. Listen, saying, well, usually you have to lose weight to get shredded, not gain weight. Correct. So we'll see if he is intending on losing weight to get shredded. Uh, Urban saying he rests on 197, 197, 184. Yes. Um, yeah, maybe he's just a bigger dude now. Black saying, I always look forward to your live tweets. Well, I will be live tweeting tonight. So keep your eyes peeled on my Twitter pages. Very much looking forward to um, to that. <clears throat> oh, Usman was saying, uh, I was talking about Aspen. <laughs> my bad, my bad, my bad. That is hilarious. That is, that is fucking jokes. Like, what if she just like gains a fuck ton of weight to put the muscle on, then she'll have to like struggle to get to 155 pounds. Hilarious. And saying, who's one fighter you're looking forward to fading coming off the contender series this year? Good question. Um, let's see. Um, uh, I'm just going through the list right now. Uh, Claudio Hibero, I think that's a guy that we can healthily fade. Jose Johnson, another guy. Haley Cowan, for sure. Um, Arius Flowers. Um, I've already faded Denise Gomez, so I'm happy with that. Uh, Trevor Peak, definitely Trevor Peak. <laughs> Austin Lane. Yeah, those those are the ones that come to mind. Just scrolling through it. Urban saying you got to go and watch NCAs from 2014-2018. I've never really been a big, uh, you know, watching wrestling like that kind of guy. Darren saying early thoughts on Bonfim versus uh, Lanus. Isn't he fighting uh, Lazez? Uh, Gabriel Bonfin. I feel like it is Lazez, right? Yeah, Monir Lazez. That's taking place place in January. Um, I, I lean Bonfin there. I, I think he's just a slightly better overall fighter. Um, it's going to be a close fight, though. Interested to see what the odds are there, but I lean Bonfim there. Laws on Dreams saying, so I for fights tonight. These off weeks seem to friggin' drag on. They do. They definitely do. But the next couple weeks going to be tough as well, right? We got an event this weekend, but the next weekend, no event, plus no contender series. So, Lazron, please don't kill yourself. Maybe you just get back into your 2K content and drop some more of that shit. <laughs> Black M3 saying, probably peak. You know what it is. Daniel saying, Austin Lane. Yep. Right there with you. Uh, Urban saying, Locke, you said you were playing Sensi, right? Yes, I got one unit at plus 190. Now, I understand why Patterson should be the favorite, but I didn't expect him to be more than like minus 130, minus 140 in the spot. Like, I think there is solid value on the Sensi side here. Um, you know, I think people see the Magomedov wins on the record of uh, Patterson and be like, oh, this guy's beating Russians. That's bad. Like, I-, I saw the highlight of that fight now, and that guy was so small compared to Patterson. He was struggling to close the distance and get him down, right? But the Sensi guy, just to, like maybe an inch or two shorter. Let's see if they've let me see if they've actually listed the uh the height for Sensi yet. But I swear he's like an inch or two. He's six foot one. And uh and Patterson is six foot three. So he's only two inches shorter and a four inch less reach advantage. Uh sorry, four inch 
disadvantage in the reach for Sensi, but very solid striker, brown belt in jiu-jitsu. Like, he has all the accolades to make this a very close fight. And, you know, the little that tape that I was able to saw, uh, see on him, um, yeah, I, I like him, honestly. Uh, Aiden saying, think the UFC will ever get to a point where the roster and company are so big that they can put on fights basically every day, like NHL, MLB? I, I don't think they'll ever get to that point. I really don't think so. Because I think, like, people are already talking about the sport being watered down, right? Like, they're already giving us a very saturated product. I'd be very surprised if they if they get that big. Lazron saying, definitely gonna have to put my head down and grind to pass the time. There you go. Lazron Dream saying, put on old fight cards on Fight Pass and Ed Vids. There you go. If you need some recommendations, I'd be happy to hit you up with some great fights that you probably missed uh, before you were a fan. Black M3 saying, after watching that fight, are you more confident on the Sensi play? Again, I only saw the highlights. I wasn't able to get the, the full fight, but from what I heard from somebody that watched the full fight said that like the, the, the Magomedov guy had some success with his overhands and landing takedowns. It was just, he got caught in this ninja toke that, you know, um, Patterson seems to be very good at. And I saw the, I saw it on tape and like, I feel like a guy like Sensi could be aware and ready for something like that. Um, and I'm sure they've drilled that over and over again. And I trust the team that he's with. So I, I think I'm, I'd say I'm slightly more confident in the fact that I know that it just wasn't like a one-way shit-kicking that Sam Patterson was whooping this guy's ass. It, it made me feel slightly better, if anything. But again, that's not the reason he's going to win this fight, in my opinion. It's just, you know, it's it's just a further proof that, like, he's good at guillotines. Great. I hope Sensi is, uh, is solid in terms of being um, ready for them. Aiden saying, I always thought it'd be cool if I pass asked the regional shows to go on different days of the week instead of all on Friday night and Saturday. That is true. That would be cool. But we also have to wonder, uh, keep in mind that these promotions also try to sell physical tickets, right? People, they're trying to get people inside the door. That's another way they make uh, money on their shows. So I think that might be the ultimate deal breaker for them. Lodge on Dream saying, Def needs some recommendations. <laughs> Daniel saying rewatch Kosi and Giles. You're savage. Uh, I'll slide in my DMs and, and I'll hit you with a, a bunch of great fights. But like just off the, off the top of my head, you know, I mean, Travis Brown versus Andre Arlovsky, uh, Vanille Silva versus Kong Lee, uh, Shogun versus Hendo one, Gustafson versus Jones one, um, Duho Choi versus Cub Swanson, uh, Lil Dong, Dong Young Kim versus uh, Marco Polo Reyes. Um, that fight, Marco Polo Reyes versus Dong Young Kim. If you guys have never seen that fight, one of the greatest fights ever. And it doesn't get talked about enough because it was a curtain jerker of UFC 199. Go back, watch that fight. Like during the during the fight, Joe Rogan, you can even hear him say, you couldn't even script a fight like this. Like it was so wild. Go watch that fight. UFC 199, first fight of the night. Urban saying, should the UFC take over on Fridays and Saturdays at least, or is there some contractual agreement with Bellator and PFL? There is no agreement at all they have with Bellator and PFL. UFC just likes to do Saturdays. Lawson Dream saying, watch those Santos versus Velasquez too the other day. I love it. You should go through Cain Velasquez's career, man. Like, see why people say that he is probably the greatest heavyweight of all time, but never really got to show it. So good. His style was so fucking good. Now you get why I really like Anthony Hernandez as well, right? Sansa saying rewatch Pride. That's another good one to throw in as well. A bunch of great fights on Pride. Uh, Lajon Dream saying, oh, I definitely got to check out some Pride. Yes, Usman saying, I think they might start another day of UFC in another country like UAE for more international fights, especially with all the fighters who have visa issues. Uh, I think they're just going to put on maybe more international shows, especially with um the world opening up a little bit more um you know i think they'll be able to do more international shows now like we've seen them go to london like three months apart uh, i'm surprised they don't have another one lined up but i guess they have abu dhabi lined up for october right i never recall them doing london cards so quickly back to back than when they did uh march and was it june or july when they had the other one uh, Diaz versus Gomi was sick. Urban men of New Jersey saying, 
Uh, also, Luck, I'm still confused whether Ariel is still banned from the UFC or not. He is not banned. He just chooses not to go. And I, you know, uh, as somebody that has watched him from like his early days, this guy used to go to every single event, right? This guy used to be there every t- every single fucking weekend. But like, as you know, obviously all that bullshit happened, and um, you know, him having kids and a family and all this other shit, I get why he doesn't go anymore. And why would he want to go, right? Like he knows he's just going to get the stares and the weirdness from the UFC brass. So why even bother? Alex C is saying Richie and Rude Boy parlay lock from uh, for me this week. I like it. Aiden saying Risen is such a trip to watch. Felt like I was tripping on acid at some points. It is a wild show or for sure. Alfred just reacting to the doorbell being rung, but it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Lost on Dream saying I was actually thinking about going back and watching a bunch of Kane fights. One second. He's aight. Yeah, go back. Watch him. The guy in his prime was one of the best. Watch his beatdown of Brock Lesnar. I was there for that live. That was fun. <laughs> Danny's saying, are you going to bet on a belt, uh, bet on Bellator this weekend, Chalk Parlay? Nah, I'm going to pass. Jeez, Alfred. I can still hear him like... <laughs> Uh, but no, I likely won't bet on Bellator this week. You know what? Let's just quickly go over the odds. I, I believe the odds are out. Let's see if there's anything that sticks out to me enough. Um, Pitbull minus 135 over Borix doesn't look too bad. Um... Jeremy Kennedy should not be a plus 430 underdog to Aaron Pico at all. That might be a good dog shot. Um, Archuleta minus 110 against Barzola. That's not a bad spot for Archuleta, personally. Um, Vladimir Tokov minus 105 against J.J. Wilson. I've never been impressed with J.J. Wilson myself. But I'd have to run the tape on that. Um, Islam Mamadov minus 210 against Nick Brown. Not a bad spot, although Nick Brown did pull off a pretty big upset in his last fight against Mandel Nalo. Uh, Kazmurat Bestaev uh, minus pl- plus 255 against Murta Zaliev. Murta Zaliev is a fraud and a half, so maybe an underdog shot there as well. And then Mike Hamill, minus 105 against Max Roshkoff. Might not be a bad spot either. Not that I'm looking at but for not looking too bad from a live betting or a betting perspective. Not too many parlayable spots either. So I don't know. I might have to look at some of these and try to take advantage of some of those lines there. Thanks for bringing it to my attention, Daniel. Urban saying UFC Africa should take it over the top. Uh, we'll see. You know, they thought Mexico was really going to take off for them. Doesn't seem to be, seem to be doing so. Lajon saying, wonder when UFC will go to Africa. I know they said that's in their plans. I think they'll do it. I'd be surprised if they don't do it in 2023. Uh, Aiden Singh was looking at Bellator lines, and there's some, actually some sneaky pickups on there that probably should be a bit wider. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. Daniel saying, why doesn't Ali fighters go on Aerial show? I think Ali just... Ali has such a great relationship with Dana that I don't think he wants to stoke or or fuck that up by letting guys go on his show. It's such a bitter, stupid thing, and I'm surprised that all of Ali's fighters are complying with that because, like, Ariel's show is still a great show to get out there and get your message out there and get a get a solid following. So, yeah, it's dumb. Exactly, Sansa saying because Ali hates Ariel and it's petty. Bingo. I can say, can you give us your final predictions for a contender series tonight? Um, remember that I did do my full breakdown show yesterday. So if you want to hear my in-depth thoughts about it, you're more than welcome to check that out. But just straight up predictions. I'm going to go Matias Mendoza. I'm going to go Rafael Estevez. I'm going to go Jack Jenkins, Bo Nickel, and uh, Vinicius Sensi. Usman saying, I don't think we ever saw Brock's real potential because he never liked to get hit. 
he could get a hit once and he'd be done. Yes. He just started too late as well. That's I think that's the issue. Lajon is saying some of Ali's fighters will go on against his wishes, though. The only one that I've heard of was uh Kayla Harrison. I think so. I think that's the only one that's gone on in the show. Uh Urban saying Spike Carlisle for another insane Hail Mary. Whoa. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna pass on that fight. He is too wild for me to trust to to fade him at heavy chalk, even against AJ uh AJ McKee. Sansense knows what's good. Kayla, don't listen to no man. You know what it is. Manny saying even money contender series parlay, please. It's tough tonight, man. It is tough. I like Mendoza Jenkins. And uh if you can get nickel round one or nickel inside the distance, I think you could get roughly around even money there. But it, you know, Jenkins and Mendoza parlay, I don't think is that bad. Uh Elijah on Dream saying facts, Elijah. Who's Elijah? Is San Sense Boulevard Elijah? <laughs> Ali Abdel disease, you know he's a joker. Uh, Alex saying thoughts on Dana only having supposedly ten years left to live. Dana into the witchcraft. I did not hear that at all. Where did you hear that? <laughs> Aiden saying, "What do you think uh, Ian Gary's ceiling is? Dude's definitely good, but I don't think he's the mega prospect everyone thinks he is." I agree with you. I think he'll like. I think he'll border the top ten for the majority of his career. Contender view saying, how does AJ McKee not get a rematch? Yeah, very weird that they didn't decide to do the, the trilogy or rubber match right off the bat. And they're fighting on the same card. Very weird. Daniel saying he can't make 145 anymore. I didn't realize that the cut was that bad for him personally. Contender saying McKee at 155 now. Yes, that, that Carlisle fight is at 155. Daniel saying, I think AJ can beat Usman or Magomedov. Wow. It's a big... Statement to be made there, my friend. I'm looking forward to uh is it Umar Nurmagomedov? Umar Nurmagomedov, the one that's in the UFC. Yeah. He's he's on his rise at 135 pounds there. Does he have a fight lined up? No. His last win was Nate Maness, where he just grinded him out, grinded him out over 15 minutes. We'll see. Uh, Aiden saying Marina Rodriguez minus 155 against Lemos. Is it just me or is that price too good to be true? Uh, I like it as well, but the more that I think about it, I wonder what Amanda Lemos's um, you know, if she's actually going to go out there and, and look to get this fight to the ground, even if she does, I you know, I don't think she'll have a tremendous amount of success, like she might be able to get an early, early finish. Outside of that, I think she'll struggle quite a lot. Ooh, I just saw my uh, my connection hit the shit. I hope that I'm not uh, messing up too much for you guys right now. Hopefully, it's just the audio. Or sorry, hopefully, it's just the, the video. But yeah, I like Rodriguez there. Everyone's saying you think Mendoza can gets the finish. I think he can get the sub at a certain point. Alex saying, just Google the story on Dana White checking how long he has left to live. Crazy. I know the guy had some like crazy thing happening with his ear, like some sort of infection or something like that. Um, but it wouldn't surprise me, man. The guy's put a lot of stress on himself. Daniel saying, is it just me or the Maria Lemos and Grasso fight? Um, really similar. Kind of. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Uh, I definitely see the uh, the angle there. Um, yeah, like, like I do lean the fighter that's not so much power-based, right? Um, obviously, the Marina and Lemos fight only three rounds compared to Grasso and Rujo, which are five rounds. I think that five round definitely favors Grasso as well. Sunset saying it's all them fucking Fridays for for Dana. Let me let me quickly Google this. Ah, oh, bloody elbow! I see it on the Sport Bible as well. 
Um, huh. Very weird. It's like, so this guy can take your blood and run your DNA and tell you when you're going to die. And he's right within a month. How crazy is that? So I was fucking obsessed. I had to know. So he's down in Miami. So I become fucking obsessed with finding out the month I'm going to die. We're down there and my for my son's 21st birthday party in Miami. I connect with this guy and they come in and do my blood work and they scrape the insides of your cheek to do your DNA. And I'm going to find out it's a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We're down there. The following Wednesday is when my results are supposed to come back. So he calls me. All I'm talking about is finding out this date. And he says, I'm going to come out personally and walk you through your blood work. And I'm like, motherfucker, I wanted to know today when this was going to happen. So he ends up coming out. He sits down and for three and a half hours goes through my blood work and I'm all fucked up. My triglycerides are like 764. They should be down to 80 and 150. And everything else that could possibly be bad is bad. He gave me 10.4 years to live. This was 16 weeks ago. And he says, if you don't change these things that you're going to do, this is your life expectancy right now. Interesting. Again, it's it's tough to, to know that. Still very weird. And Brian is saying, same with Joe Rogan. <laughs> Sush plays game saying, do you think Blow Nickel finds the finish in the first round tonight? I do. And saying, I think it was a doctor told Dana he had 10 years to live unless he followed the doctor's instruction to improve his health. Daniel saying, Dana is now on the secret juice. Hit up Paulo Costa for that as well. Usman saying, I highly doubt it, that it is accurate. They give panzerkations lifespans which aren't accurate almost ever. That is true. Aiden saying, sounds like a scam to get money from super rich people. Touche. Yeah, I mean, why couldn't you just tell Dana over the phone? This guy flew out and then sat with him for three and a half hours? Wild. I think that was just a ploy. Daniel saying, Jose Johnson versus Mince Morales confirmed. You were just talking about fading Jose. I definitely won't be fading Jose. I might even look to bet him, depending on his line there. Vince Morales, not good. <laughs> not good. Bananas and Grapes saying the UFC was thinking just because Bo Nickel's opponent hasn't been finished that he won't get the finish. Weird. There's always the first for everything. And when somebody like Bo Nickel has as much of a experience advantage over you, I think uh, I think we'll see the finish tonight. By the way, it's very weird. I, I found so like it took me forever to get to ten thousand followers on Twitter, but like since hitting that ten k mark, I've gotten eight hundred in like way shorter of a period of time. I don't know what it is, but I just found that as a very interesting observation. And saying solid matchup for Johnson, he could honestly probably get a sub there. Maybe I think he touches up Vince Morales pretty easily there. I mean, just as good as I felt about Jonathan Martinez beating Vince Morales is how good I feel about Jose Johnson beating Vince Morales. Uh, Daniel, did you see a date on that fight? Because I'd love to know when that fight is actually taking place, whether it's this year or are they starting to build out next year's cards as well? Got about eight minutes left with you guys here. Started a little late, so I'll stay with you guys for the full hour as usual. My guy Daniel saying November 19th. Not bad. I believe that's the Derek Lewis and Sergey Spivak card, if I'm not mistaken, at the Apex. Man, I can't wait for the fights tonight, guys. I am super excited for the fights tonight. Alex C. saying, are you going to be in attendance when the UFC goes to Canada Lock? Uh, if it's in the Toronto or East Coast area, I'll definitely be hitting up the fights. 100%. I don't think I've missed... I don't think I've missed an event. Um, on the Eastern side of Canada, other than... the, I think the only one I missed was Diaz versus GSP. 
Alex also asking, how many bets are you going to run on October 22nd? Maybe because it's my birthday that day. Maybe I'll just put a hundred bucks on every single fight. See how it goes. For the degenerate side, I'll probably have a bet on every single fight. From an official standpoint, always got to stay disciplined. Let's be honest. Urban saying another five contracts with five finishes. Maybe. Maybe. Aiden saying, pump for the fights tonight. Just sat. It's the last episode of Contender Series. Love me some solid weekday MMA. Right there with you, my friend. Right there with you. Antonio saying, other parlay piece with Jenkins. I'd go with... Um, I'd go with uh, Mendonca. I bet with the goat saying beard in round two plus twelve hundred, round three plus eighteen hundred on DraftKings. Talk about value, boy hasn't seen in the later rounds. Uh, you know, if there is a way to play beard, maybe those are the ways. But we just don't know how bad or how good Bo Nichols' cardio is, right? So that a lot of that has to do with. Um, sorry, I thought I touched a spider that was weird uh, a lot of that has to do with the unknowns right so that's another reason why i'm not backing nickel here because we just don't know we really do not know My um, guy Jake Nowacker in the chat as always. Appreciate the love, my friend. Saying long, t- long time no talk. Been on a COVID hiatus. Hope you've been feeling better, my friend. Uh, Don seven one CFFC champ who's been grinding his cardio and grappling lately. Don't sleeping. Don't stop sleeping on my man's. I believe you're talking about Donovan Beard there. Uh, CFFC champ who just so happened to notch that arm or that triangle choke when of a fight that he was losing 95% of. He he pulled a Leon Edwards, Jake. Let's be honest, he pulled a Leon Edwards. But that also had to do with his uh, opponent gassing out. So he shows that he can be resilient. He shows that he can hold strong. But I think the skill gap here is just way too wide. Antonio saying, I love Jocko this week. I, I'm leading there with you, my friend. I will likely have a bet on him myself. Uh, 18,000. It's good. It's good. It is crazy. Landau is saying, how does a 6'4 guy like Patterson make 155? Seems like a commission should step step him aside and ask what the hell is going on. Hey, if he's making weight with no issues, it ain't a problem. And apparently he's actually 6'3", according to UFC stats, which has been kind of flimsy every now and then. So take that for what it's worth. But uh, 6'3", 155 pounds. <laughs> Jake, you know I got you there. You know I got you there, my friend. Um, I, I got to say this. You know, this is completely un MMA related. But, like, whenever I see those stories on the side of my, my, my Twitter page, like the what's happening thing, and anything it mentions about Game of Thrones or House of the Dragon... It's always negative. Why is it always negative? Like, uh, it's it's just dumb. I think the show is great. I think people are just trying to be those guys like, oh, this is never going to hold up to Game of Thrones. No, it's a good show. It is a great show, in my opinion. The story has me hooked. I'm totally in. I just need to voice that. In Smo saying, uh, if it was the California State Athletic Commission, Andy Foster would ban him from the weight class. Dude is over the top. Yeah, that guy is wild. That guy is a wild boy. Antonio saying, have you watched the Dahmer series on Netflix? Yes, I actually finished it earlier today. Jake saying, House of Dragon Slaps. It's so good. It's so good. I love it. Every episode has me wanting more. Now that I'm done the Dahmer series, I got a couple other shows that I still got to finish up, but kind of bummed that's over with. All right. About time I wrap this bitch up. Appreciate every single one of you coming in, chilling with your boy. We always hover around that like 30 to 40 live viewer mark. Um, 
you know, I'm comfortable with that. You know, I can get to all the comments. I can get to everybody dropping a, a question, suggestion, whatever the fuck. So appreciate every single one of you guys. Least you guys can do, just hit that like, hit that subscribe if you haven't already. Appreciate all that. Jake, of course I watched the Lord of the Rings show as well. <laughs> all right. Good luck on your best tonight on the Contender Series. If you want to hear the full breakdown of that card from myself, I did do a breakdown of it yesterday, so you guys can check that out on my channel. Uh, I will be live tweeting during the fights tonight as well, so I'll be catching most of you guys on the Twitter sphere. Uh, otherwise, I will be back tomorrow for uh, for the MMA Law Talk at 4 p.m. Eastern. And at some point between now and tomorrow, I'll be doing the MMA Lawcast as well, so keep your eyes peeled for that. All right. Love you guys. Appreciate you guys. Good luck on your best night. And I'll see you guys tomorrow. Peace.